0: Eric, welcome to Behind the Wind Show with Dennis the Apprentice. Yeah, so glad you're here. You.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: What are you all about? Tell us about Mechanical Hub and, and Eric Ani.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It's a cool opportunity. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, so Mechanical Hub is a media company that I'm part of ownership with. I have a partner down in Chicago. I say down in Chicago because I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And up in Minneapolis, I am a plumbing and heating contractor. So I've been a plumber for uh, way too long, that longer than I'd like to admit. Uh oh. Yeah, depending on the age of the audience, I don't want them to know how old I am. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I've been a plumber for over 23 or 24, somewhere around 23, 24 years. Cool. And I uh, went through a, a structured apprenticeship program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And after I dropped out of college, I think we're going to get into that today, right? We are. Yeah, so, you know, Mechanical Hub is our, our media company. It, it's just. It, was just something we wanted to do to start sharing uh, early on before social media was really a big thing as far as the trades were concerned, a perspective from the contractor's point of view on tools and processes and things like that. And Mm -hmm. so we started that and uh, it just works really, really well with my plumbing heating company. So I just, I go to my jobs with my customers or I'm in their basements or in their office buildings or their mechanical room, and I pull my phone out and I make a video quick, and then I share that on my Mechanical Hub channel. So Awesome. Yeah. And
0: you've been doing that for how many years, the, uh, the social media part?
1: Uh, for about 10 years now. And so we've wow. got, we've things have changed so much, though, in 10 years on social mm-hmm. media. Now we have podcasts, and mm-hmm. we have YouTube channels, and mm-hmm. we have you know Instagram and TikTok, of all things. I, I, I'm a plumber oh. on TikTok, and I never thought that was going to be a thing. A few years ago, if you had said you're going to be on TikTok and you're going to have all these followers, I'd say you're nuts. Yeah, yeah. And it's super enjoyable. Yeah. And we have you know hundreds of thousands of followers that just see the stuff that we put out there to promote being in the trades, and that's really the mes- the message we're trying to have underlying all the content we produce, it's
0: making just, the, making the trades cool again.
1: Yeah, well, it's thank you for saying that because actually my podcast is Make Trades Great Again. If you wanna okay. want to, if you want to, okay, subscribe. Awesome. I'm always plugging that
0: Please Please That's half the reason We're doing it Yeah for sure uh, So that's your podcast I saw the sign on there
1: Yeah Yeah so Make Trades Great Again Is one of ours So okay. Mechanical Hub has two The other one is uh, NDY Or Not Dead Yet
0: Okay Okay
1: It's a couple a couple older guys In our crew That are talking with people All the time It's fun Very cool um, And they talk to people All over the industry So yeah our, our, our Make Trades Great Again Podcast is all about How we run Our small plumbing heating businesses
0: Very cool Very cool well, so my angle, I'm trying to help guys get into the trades. Yep. You know, when you go to college, they tell you to take English 101, English 202. If you don't go to college, you get a job at a trade. It's like learn the school of hard knocks, right? Yeah. And, and my thing is it doesn't have to be hard knocks. Why can't we put a little energy into it, take our apprenticeship a little bit seriously, uh, more serious, and make the most of it, right? And Absolutely. So... How was your, apprentice, like, how, how, your apprenticeship? Like, did do you remember doing things to get noticed or to to accelerate in your apprenticeship?
1: Well, maybe you've noticed I'm kind of a type A kind of person. So, yes. so uh, it was it just came natural for me to want to be the best at what I was doing at that time. So, I was in an engineering. I was at the University of Minnesota. I was in the engineering school. I was a couple years in. I was going into debt. And it was, it was at a point in time where I was just turning like 19 years old mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I had no idea if engineering was going to be what I wanted to do for the rest of right, my life. Because right. I feel very strongly that at that age, most people at that age don't know what they want to do. No idea. And so I got into that apprenticeship program and I can remember vividly doing things to try to get noticed because it ultimately, when you're the lowest guy on the totem pole, Uh, you know, you often get the worst job or less, you thought less of, that kind of thing. Right. But, so in Minnesota, we have a a four-year requirement to be an apprentice and that you have to work X amount of hours, has to be registered Mm -hmm. with the state, that kind of thing to be a plumbing apprentice. It's different all over, but it's similar. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I I joined the union and because they gave me a really good training program and it was uh, a company in my town, they happened to be a union contractor. So they said, well, if you want to work for us, you got to be in the union and, We'll send you to school. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, no, school. I just quit school, and right. I don't want to go back to school. And most people that enter the trades as an apprentice don't want to go to school, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. They're like, well, school wasn't my favorite thing in the world. I'm an adult now. I want a real job. But, you know, let's be honest. To, to do the kind of valuable work that a plumber or a HVAC contractor does or electrician or any skilled trades, there's a lot of training involved. And and the best kind of training is the ones that were structured and used mm-hmm. as a program, and it's yeah. an apprenticeship program. Right. Like, I don't have to tell you that. Right. I mean. It's Dennis the Apprentice. Yeah. Why am I telling him that? <laughs> I'm literally telling him how to do his job. That's so silly. It's so ridiculous. Well, anyway, so I entered the program. Uh, I went to a, a school uh, through the Local 15 in Minneapolis. It was sure. called Dunwoody Institute. And it's a technical college, but it's like 100 million years old, something like that. It's a pretty respected institution. And that's where they did their apprenticeship program. And I was so lucky uh, to have really good teachers, you know, instructors that are plumbers working out in the field every single day. Right. And a couple of them I actually worked for. Oh, you awesome. Know? Yeah, no, nah, it wasn't really awesome because they were my foreman on the job all day Uh-oh. long, and then I'd be like,
0: have "We talked go. about that this morning." Right? Yeah, I had
1: to go to, to, go to their <laughs> class that night and be like, mm. "I wanted to complain about the job I was on and the right. guy I worked for, but he was my instructor." Right, right. Like, it no. was never really work. good. Work. Yeah.
0: yeah. So but, how'd you stick out? You, what'd you do to stick out like a sore thumb in a good way?
1: I think you got a. You You nailed it a minute ago. You said you got to make the the best of your situation. You got to make the most of it. And so what I did is I, I said to myself, this isn't that hard. The school, you know, the, the work that the was demanded of, you got to memorize the code. you got to learn how to do water pipe sizing, things like that. It's not super, super difficult stuff. Uh, the it's, important stuff in the classroom. Yeah. It's you not know? like
0: structuring sentences and stuff like right, that. Yeah, right? exactly.
1: yeah, exactly. You know, it wasn't, it, it's kind of like a foreign language, mm-hmm. really. But it, it was something that I could easily grasp. And so I said, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to miss any class. I'm never going to miss a class unless something happens. Uh, and I didn't. Uh, through the union's five years, by the way. So I did five awesome. years. I never missed a, a night of school. I'm and, imagine that. Uh, well, and I, and I can tell you with confidence that I, I was at the top of my apprenticeship class each year. Mm-hmm. They even gave out trophies at the end. I have five of them. So, awesome. So really, ultimately, and I'm, I'm proud of that because looking back on it, it's, that's what made me different than everybody else was. I just did the work. I just showed up. That's really what you got to do. Just show up. Just show up. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Am I talking too much?
0: No, it's beautiful. Like, <laughs> we put on trainings and, like, three journeymen oh, no, show up and people. one apprentice shows up, right? Isn't this crazy?
1: It is. So many people here. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, showing up is a huge deal. Yeah. And they don't realize it.
1: You know, I think, I think people can get ahead in this business, whether the, the owner, you know, starting out, starting your own shop, or you're an apprentice, or you're a journeyman, or, you know, whatever. Whatever it is in your trade, uh, whatever rank that you're right, at. Right, right. I, I guarantee you, you get ahead in this business by showing up. You got to have, you know. Easy. It, you know what I mean? Like, show, There's a lot that goes into showing up, like, right? Everybody's job is a little bit different. But showing up, clean clothes, look nice, feel good. Like, hey, I'm going to learn something today or I'm going to accomplish something. That's right. showing up. It's yes. not just physically being there because I've had teenagers. I know what physically being there looks like. <laughs> you know, it's not what I'm talking about. Exactly. You know, yeah. but showing up, that's, you get ahead. That's how, it, that's how it's done. Very Honestly, cool. you break it down to that that kind of level. In my opinion,
0: yeah, perfect. So you've probably had a couple mentors in your life. Like like to hear someone that uh, meant a lot to you, and, and what it was that that helped them be your mentor that <laughs> you appreciated what they did.
1: Well, he's not he's not with us anymore, but it's okay. a guy. His name is Kurt, and he was a, a foreman, one of my foremen when I worked in the mm-hmm. the apprenticeship program, or when I was an apprentice in Plumbers Local 15. Right. He has some health issues. He's not around anymore. Too bad. But he, he ended his career working on the farm. Like he retired. It was really cool for him, right? It was something he wanted to do. But when I worked for him, he didn't like me. Oh. Like, ah, well, maybe he did a little bit. But I was mouthy. I was like too eager, like this guy. But I showed up. Mm-hmm. I did the job. But I always had like a lot of questions for him. Like, mm-hmm. why are we doing it this way? Questioning him. Kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, I don't recommend that. Right. But I learned so much from him. And he never lost his temper with me. He was always... Just, like, I do... He wasn't, I wasn't his favorite person. Sure. But he could count on me. And I could really count on him. Because everything for a few years that I learned was learned... Like, this guy was handing me that knowledge. Right. And he just... He never complained about it. You know what I mean? I never yeah. really ultimately in the end got to tell him like uh, how much it meant to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm a kind of an emotional guy. I'm kind of... I've got to stop talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how much it meant to me, though. Like, this guy really just... He... he he saw to it that he was going to be valuable to somebody in one way or another. I think, I think
0: once we've mastered a craft, we all have a desire to leave a legacy to leave behind. And you're just desperately looking for someone that's actually interested in what you love. Right. Yeah. sounds like he found that in you.
1: I think he saw something. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, at least we'll make him a plumber. You know, like the very least we'll make sure he shows up. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. How do you know if you are working with a, a good apprentice or not? What, what are some signs? What, what, what does the apprentice do that, that shows you that he cares? And he Maybe impresses that he's me the up. most or, yeah. You,
1: like, yeah, you notice him. I, I, you know, kind of going back, I don't want to overplay it, but the kind of that showing up, you know, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, we, we, we all have good days and bad days, but when you get a person who is really looking forward to quitting time, I kind of got to look at maybe how I'm I'm uh, interacting with this person. Am I not teaching them enough? And am I keeping them interested? Is there something yeah. more we can do? Do I need to give them more uh, more to do that kind yeah. of thing? Maybe they're falling behind and thinking, "Wow, uh, this isn't really the thing I like to do." So just uh,
0: watching the clock.
1: Watching the clock thing is probably the one thing that really bothers me the most and has me looking in a negative way towards somebody. But, I had, you know, we can point fingers, but every time you point one finger, there's three or four more pointing right back at you. So, like, you got to look at maybe how you could change things.
0: That's super Uh, smart because one thing in the trades, we get our license and then they give us an apprentice. Well, we never went to school to learn how to mentor. Oh, gosh. Or teach. No. And and no one's talking about it. And so all of a sudden, because we we know how to plumb, we're supposed to know how to teach. But no one told us anything
1: no no and you know you can only hope that by the time you've gotten your license and you work you're out there and you're then charged with teaching someone you can only hope that you got a guy like kurt right who taught me not to be uh you know hothead not to get mad at other you know how to work with other people on the jobs and how to teach some you know teach people with with respect and respect them at the same time right and so like you gotta hope that that's how you got brought up because I've seen it a lot of different you know I've seen a lot of different ways of teaching people and I don't <laughs> necessarily agree with it exactly so yeah it's tough you put in a, a tough position and you were, we're out there and, and I mean we signed up to be plumbers not teachers necessarily you know right. I guess right. you could make that argument and so some people are really good at it and some just kind of get through yeah
0: you know? I think we can we can do a better job as an industry teaching that piece of it for sure
1: yeah I think it starts with respect and people like especially when they're learning they, you can't expect them to know everything and you no. have to treat them with, re, with respect that goes a long way yeah, especially somebody that's you know they look at a lot of, a lot of young people will look, well I got to do the hard job all the time well, it's kind of we all have to do the hard job yeah and it, you know we're not picking on you, but today it's your day to do the hard job
0: I have, a, I have a saying about digging if, if you don't like to dig get good at it yeah because it, you could take all day to dig the trench yeah. But if you're done at one o'clock, the plumber will invite you into the house to do the big work and they'll start saying, Hey, we want this guy in the job, get this guy out of the ditch. No, you're right. That's so if really... you don't like to dig, get good at it.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's... Be be good at really simple things like cleaning up. Or totally. You know what I mean? Like yeah. being prepared. Yeah. Be good at stuff like that. That people love to have you around.
0: You know, one thing I want to mention is this social media thing's crazy. Yeah. I I made that one minute video a couple of years ago the first person that liked it was John Thompson yeah and I just did it every single day and then I go to AHR for the first time and it's like we all know each other and respect each other and it's real friendships it's, it is the bizarrest thing
1: it is bizarre I mean it's not bizarre to have real friendships right that's right. not what you mean yeah it's right. just bizarre that there's people all over the country and all over the world like I've actually visited job sites in Germany with a plumber friend of mine I met on Instagram yeah. Like that's crazy, right? Like it's who totally does that? Crazy. But it was so fun and it was it, it it was heartfelt like honest like I was thankful to have met this person, spent time with them. We're still friends to this day. And uh and we I hope to be forever. Sure. And and yeah, we get to come to events like at the Wet Show here. We were just over at a booth they had a, a meetup, And there was I don't know, maybe 50, 60 people just showed up packed. and like, hey, I, I met we we never met, but we, we you know, We'll follow each other. Yeah,
0: You know, yeah. it's so cool. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, one thing in my apprentices, is that they're watching stuff on Instagram and TikTok on tips and how to do stuff and tricks and new tools, that kind of thing. And when we were at the HR show, I had a couple texts there, and they were super impressed that I even knew of you. Oh that yeah, they watch you all the time. No way. Yeah, and they they were so excited to know that you were going to come on today.
1: That's so cool. So,
0: and they I I we've never really talked, but I go, who do you want me to meet?" get a picture with and go, Eric Connie, I follow that guy. And I'm like, he's gonna be on my podcast. So, that's so cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's neat uh, how we can invite each other into our lives and people are so willing to to take that invitation. Right. Because it's genuine. We have right. a we have a common bond and you know a lot of a lot of apprentices think different you know, like they think, oh don't talk to you know that guy's scary <laughs> the guy in charge. And like sure. well, that's not really how this industry should operate in my opinion. No. Especially when it's regarding no. apprentices too but yeah, it's cool. The social media things change everything. It's so crazy.
0: Yeah. I think we need to be aggressively... I say this all the time, be aggressively friendly. And so we're doing that in real life at our shops. Like, a lot of shops are pretty intimidating, right? You show up brand yeah. new. So I, I always talk about being aggressively friendly and then even doing that social media-wise as well. Just be aggressively friendly and be engaging. And, and um, we can't be so scary. Like, there's this, we have, We're kind of attached. Us plumbers are attached to being a little scary. We take a little identity in that a little bit. And it might be to our detriment. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, you're right. I totally (laughs) agree with you. It's like
0: these young people are just a little intimidated and we want them. We're seeing we're all the young people. they're They're walking around all over the place, but we have to be more attractive as an industry.
1: No, you're right. I think a lot of times people don't look, they look at this, well, this is the way we did it and it was tough, but we lived through it and here we are and you need to do that too. They kind of have that attitude when it comes Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. people entering the trades or... And that's what keeps people away. You know, like this kind of toxicity kind of attitude that to be in a trade, you have to be tough. Well, I don't know. I mean, you can be a nice person too.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Like You don't have to be a total jerk.
0: (laughs) Exactly. 100%. (laughs) Well, very good. Eric, thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah. I want to shake your hand. All right. Thanks, man. You got it.